0: Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, brother. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Brother, brother. What's going on, everybody? Uh, Welcome back to another episode. It's Saturday. You know what that means. Uh, (laughs) If if you're watching this and you're going like, ew, and gross, why are you wearing the same clothes you were wearing on the crackdown last night? Well, breaking kayfabe for a second. It is, in fact, because we are pre-taping this week. We had a ridiculous, just ridiculous week of All sorts of crazy news, and we're going to do kind of a rapid-fire show here today. Uh, I, I am away Saturday evening, so uh, we we're going to drop this on the channel as sort of an on-demand thing. So, um, obviously, uh, thank you to everybody watching this. Uh, and please comment, because, you know, everybody that watches live, we really appreciate your input. So, comment in the chat your thoughts on all this stuff, because Soda, I, I don't even know where to start, man. Like, what a fucking week this has been. Which
1: shit pile do you want to go to first, basically? right.
0: Well, I think we should probably go to the uh, McMahon-shaped shit file first because uh, that's, I think, the most fresh, potentially, in, in everybody's mind. Uh, I did not watch SmackDown. Uh, we are taping this during SmackDown. Um, so, Soda, uh, let's start with the most recent thing. Did you watch Vince McMahon's promo? Because I was busy watching Friday Night Night. So,
1: I work just a couple minutes from home. Like It's a five-minute walk. I figure I'll drive to work so I can make it here. So, I made it. I ran up the stairs. I turned it on. This is basically the segment.
0: Okay. Ooh. Vince McMahon
1: Ooh. showed up and he said there are four words in our title then now and the most important one forever welcome to Smackdown and that's literally all he did and he left
0: oh no that's terrible so it's like wow I ran home didn't address him. anything nope. didn't no. just basically no. okay so the statement here is that nothing is going to change um, the news, obviously this week, you, you probably know what it is. That a lot of allegations have come out, big time lawsuit against Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. uh, particularly involving, uh, no, a former employees no
1: found it's, they're just doing an internal investigation with the board of directors.
0: It's, right. Sorry. Thank it's, you. You yeah. correct me here. I know there's, there's so much shit going on this week. It's hard to keep track of it all. Uh, but yeah, it, it does appear that there's an investigation that's been launched Uh, Knowing Vince McMahon, uh, nothing is going to change. Vince McMahon is still in charge of creative. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a national news, everybody. Like, CNN did a big piece today. Wall Street Journal was the the first, like, to break the story about this former employee that was seemingly in a sexual relationship with Vince, and then Vince sort of, quote unquote, passed her on to John Laurinaitis, which is weird and disgusting and gross, and that's kind of, like... It's weird because you're like, how does that? How? What do they even mean by that? But it's like
1: sloppy it's seconds, just, pretty much.
0: Uh, it's it's really horrible to sort of talk yeah. about. And but I just think that it's.
1: I was going to say go that's ahead. not what Vince McMahon is being investigated about because the payoff money from that was out of his own pocket. So technically, that's not illegal, right? What they're investigating is she was hired at a hundred thousand dollar contract, and not too long afterwards, she got bumped up to two hundred thousand dollars. So they're basically what they're investigating yeah. is that there was fraudulent handling of money using company assets. Yes. That's what they're investigating, not the $3 million payoffs, the bump of $100,000 in and pay after they got together.
0: Man, so what a mess it's all become. I guess the, the yep. big part of the news, obviously as you see there, Stephanie McMahon taking over as CEO and chairman of the company, at least nice the, the interim chairman, but obviously her being in that position, again, it's just the statement that nothing is going to change. It's Mm -hmm. Vince McMahon. He's going to get out of it, as some people are saying, like, "Oh, Vince is fucked." No, Vince McMahon has gotten away with a lot of shit over the years, and unfortunately, and I've said it many, many times, even if this guy, even if the worst possible case scenario, it's like Trump. You know, Trump. There's that quote of him saying, "I could shoot somebody in the street and people would still vote for him. Which is true. It's a similar thing with Vince, and he's not going anywhere until he. He was was, was, was was,
1: cheered when they
0: entered. He was cheered. I was wondering about that because, like. People were like, "Oh, it's Vince. He's gonna get all the." No, man. Vince McMahon it doesn't matter what he fucking does. He's gonna come out. People are gonna bow. He's gonna be yeah. the strut. Like nothing is going to change. This is the kind of the point that I, I, I want to make with all this is that unfortunately, nothing is going to change in WWE until Vince is gone, or whatever that means. Probably yeah. dead and gone. But even then, it's like, does anything really change? Like who takes yeah. over? is the company going to sell. I think there's a lot of questions that are still out there and we'll see how this all kind of unfolds, but I'm sure we'll have enough more of an update next week. But uh, again, it's a statement that the McMahons are still there. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of this to me, nobody is it none of this is shocking. None of this is surprising. Uh, I think to, if anybody's shocked or surprised by this, do your history because I think it's been well-known for many, many years that Vince McMahon is a fucking scumbag, old, senile, white man. And so nothing, nothing, I yeah. was nothing past the fucking.
1: There's rumors that the him and Linda haven't lived together in years um, that I've been yeah. resurfacing. Um, go watch the Dark Side of the Ring episode on Jimmy Snook and just see what Vince will do. He It, it, it appears he actually got the cops to drop the case against so, okay. so he's yeah. got no problem doing things, um, and yeah, basically, if you want to see Vince McMahon, just take a look at WWE television circa what, two thousand two, two
0: thousand three, even yeah.
1: before that a little bit. Like, All yeah, those bra
0: and Panty matches, man. Well, <laughs> I wasn't,
1: I wasn't necessarily going there. I was more thinking like the stuff with Trish earlier in her career, like Dark well,
0: The discrimination of women, basically, basically and of, then you I'm go getting going
1: a little further, and the stuff he was doing with the talent on screen, like Tori Wilson and
0: Sable, yeah. and it's like. Ugh. It's really gross, and yeah. horrible, and like, you put in perspective of like, oh, well, times have changed, but it, it, it's really fucked up that times were like that at one point in the, you know, when we were kids, basically, yeah, the and 80s and the 90s. I was all
1: for it, because at that point, I was still a teenager, so I was that yeah. guy. Um, and, and watching the whole Vincent Man opening segment, which like I said, was <laughs> um, yeah. Basically, yeah, I can it smell it me, from here. It made me just think, like, this could only happen in professional wrestling. Something like this happens, and the guy will still walk. It's
0: gone. It's very, guy's canceled. It's done. Yeah.
1: It's very, you I, I do Pavlovian in a way. Yeah. Like you can hear his music. Like, Woo! It's such a man. Wait, what? Yeah. He's
0: getting investigated here. I mean, again, I'll compare him to Trump because they're yeah. both equally as horrible. Uh, it, it, Trump, I mean, he had all those allegations against him and still fucking got elected president. Well, I, I, you, I would but, say
1: Trump is worse because he decided to riot. Trump is
0: worse. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, they, I do
1: get what you're saying.
0: You know what I mean. They're yeah, both horrible saying. people. Oh, no, like, for sure. It's a, it's a, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't want to disrespect all, all that, you know, I always say that all Vince is done for the industry or whatever. But, but and it, she's done. I think he kind of, he does get a, a lot of deserved credit, but maybe too much at times. And, you know, with all that being said, I, I'm sorry, but Vince McMahon is a horrible he just is he's sure. a fucking terrible human being and I think it's as known I think a lot of people know like you know I, I, I don't want to insult any of our viewers or anything that watch WWE or or, or whatnot or respect Vince in, in, in any sense but like he's a fucking scumbag and I'm sorry it's just
1: like Vince has done good things for a lot of wrestlers but at the end of the day yeah. it's your actions that define who you are and right. if this turns out to be true and he handed off a girl, a a, a, a woman, like sloppy seconds, go Ugh. home. Yeah. Simple as that.
0: Get out of here. We it, don't need you anymore, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, uh, you, gave,
1: you gave us 30 years of, of or more of wrestling. You made a lot of us fans. You gave us a lot of great memories. But that crosses the line. Yeah. <laughs> That's what crossed the line. The By a lot. Thing. Oh, Yeah. yeah.
0: Ugh, well that's just, just horrible and disgusting, yeah. so I hate to you know, this this is kind of a bit of a uh it a is bit of a downer show. I hate to do this, you know, but With that
1: like, being said though, this is all still allegedly. The investigating is still going on, yeah, nothing's been proven. True. So this is still technically all alleged, but it's yeah. Vince McMahon. Like, come on.
0: Yeah. Well, I if you have any final thoughts on this, I think we can move on and talk uh, about another no, shit file
1: here. What a lot of people are saying this is the biggest threat to Vince McMahon since the steroid trial of the nineties.
0: I mean, sure, I, I could. Uh, you yeah. could say that. I still think he's going to get away with it because it's... Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be
1: surprised. I know, can see know, he's, no he's longer, got a lot of
0: money and some I really good lawyers. I see no
1: longer being involved in the day-to-day operations, but I can I see that being done with, but I can still see him being head of creative.
0: Head kind of creative. And that yeah. that's, I think, a lot of what the major news stories weren't r- reporting on. They forgot to add that very critical detail that yeah. Vince McMahon is still very much in creative control of WWE right now. I mean, obviously... Yeah. He's putting himself on screen nope, and putting like his daughter in charge
1: into the shares.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, so
1: yeah, it, it's all wild. Well, but I know one thing: Laurinaitis is done.
0: Oh, he, he's fucked. He's the yeah. The reports are oh, absolutely. I mean, that yeah. yeah, he he was not there tonight at the SmackDown no, he's uh, done. show.
1: So it he's like done. He's no so good. Get right yeah, it. so
0: good riddance, John Laurinaitis. And you know, I'm, the other thing I'm kind of hoping—I mean, there was that other piece of info that was traced back to sort of a Brandon Thurston a uh, tweet that he put out about Kevin Dunn potentially doing some kind of insider trading. So I, I am not a fan of Kevin Dunn whatsoever. Oh, that and I think was, if, that if this was means debunked. the exit, if that this means debunked. the exit of Kevin Dunn, then great as well. That was debunked. That was debunked, okay. Like Damn 10 it. Years. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was okay, the same all too. Right, was, like, okay. I could just see Jim Wish Corbin thinking that
1: joy, But no, unfortunately, <laughs> Kevin Dunn has not been a part of the uh, bar for something like 10 years.
0: He's still Which, a piece of shit.
1: I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and I hear him and Stephanie McMahon don't get along, so this should be interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So should we move on to this next shit pile here, Soda? Yeah. Uh, I hate I, – uh, just awful, awful news again here. Uh, Jeff Hardy, this was the – I think the thing that not, not – people are kind of not talking about this anymore because of all the other news. And it's funny. I had a conversation with a couple friends recently about this that, like, you know, he, he was talking about, one of my friends was talking about, like, the Montreal Screwjob or whatever, that, okay, back in the time of the Montreal Screwjob, you know, I was sort of putting in perspective that, like, we didn't really have the internet, right? So, the Montreal job was talked about for months and months and years yeah. and months, right? But now we have something the equivalent of a Montreal job happening, like, every 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 day, like, every <laughs> other day. And the way that it's able to travel, and the fact that there's all these people have all this inside information and it gets put out in tweets and and reports and things like that. Like, there's a fucking Montreal screwdriver that happens every other day. Mm-hmm. And then we just move on to the next Montreal screwdriver, and something else massive yep. happens. And people sort of forget about that last ridiculously large news story that happened because it's just it's so quick. I
1: was going to say, here's some perspective MDF yeah. was two weeks ago.
0: Two weeks ago, right. It feels like a year ago. Yeah. Because there's so much other shit that's happened yeah. uh, in, in the meantime. So that, that was just kind of, I was sort of blowing my own mind there talking about that recently because like just the way that things move so fast, like yeah. the MJF thing, again, if this was like the 90s, that would be what people were talking about. But then, then this would be obviously big news as well. Yeah, but
1: if it was the 90s, it would have been all over the message boards.
0: There's a lot of stuff that it didn't move as quick. No. And there's a lot of stuff that probably wasn't reported on. You oh, know, it didn't get yes. out there as easily. So, Which is let's what talk about this. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, let's talk about this Jeff Hardy story, man. Um, I have, I, I cannot excuse this behavior. Uh, I am a big fan of Jeff Hardy and the Hardys and everything that they've done for pro wrestling, and especially for tag team wrestling. But reading about Jeff Hardy's uh, behavior and subsequent arrest and on his way to a brain scan, I guess was the story that he gave yeah. the authorities was
1: some of, or something like that. It's, it's yeah, a the, the
0: video. So it's a, it is a weird sort of timeline. Uh, we had this report from Brian Alvarez that he, he had heard that the initial plan was for the Hardys to win 10 times, Originally, which yes. sounds like a horrible idea. What uh, that was the but,
1: time before Double or Nothing, and then they saw Jeff. Right. And then it was changed. So what I understand, it was changed to the Young yes. They were going to have the Hardys enter and get taken out. Okay. The... So, this is gotcha. so they were only going
0: to be in the match for a little bit. If okay. they
1: were going to get attacked on the ramp or something like that.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that all with that all being said, Jeff uh, be with. flash forward to Jeff Hardy's arrest, which, again, we kind of joked about uh, going off the air on Saturday, some big breaking news story is gonna happen in like the next hour or mm. twenty minutes, even. And it was like twenty-four hours later, this Jeff Hardy shit went down. So I think I was thinking it was like so actually I think it was like Monday morning. So it's a it was a little they gave us a, an extra day. So how nice of them. Yeah, gave us a but little. um yeah, I again there's absolutely no excuse for this. Uh do not drink and get behind the wheel of a car. This is just a general Rule that everybody should adhere to, but unfortunately, people do not. uh, Even your idols, your childhood heroes, at times. uh, Jeff Hardy here, uh, his third DUI over the last ten years. uh, Really, really sad. And
1: joking matter, but uh, I did something that made me laugh. It was congratulations uh, to Jeff Hardy on the first person to get the triple crown mugshots because he got one in WWE, TNA, and now AEW.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Just really, really unfortunate. I, I mean, I think Tony Khan, a lot of people were calling for Jeff's head, basically, yep. from what you hear behind the people. Uh, cooler heads were not prevailing behind the scenes. And then cooler heads did prevail with Tony Khan eventually making the decision to suspend Jeff Hardy and offer him help. Mm-hmm. And the, the what he said in that statement is that Jeff Hardy is willing to accept Good. the help or he's open to the idea of it. And that he is not welcome back. He is suspended indefinitely without pay until he sobers up and comes back and completes treatment until he proves himself and completes that treatment. So, look, man, I really, really hope that Jeff Hardy gets the help that he needs. Again, I cannot excuse this kind of behavior. It's a really horrible thing for Jeff to do. You'd think he would have learned his lesson by now. But in the same time, coming from somebody that uh, quit drinking at a very early age out of the head of the problem before it really became a problem uh it, it is uh, poison it's something that uh, you know people people can certain people can handle it it's not for everybody and it's a real problem for, for people and i've seen it affect family members i've seen it affect loved ones you you and uh both you know a, a addiction to alcohol or addiction to any other kind of substance and it's just a real real shame when it goes as far as it does in these kinds of cases and again uh, anybody I think has the potential to come back from something like this and get the help that they need and complete their programs or whatever they need to do. And then hopefully not make those mistakes again in the future. So I really, really hope for Jeff's sake and for the sake of his family mm-hmm. and everything that that's what happens here. But man, it's just a real, real bummer to see this yeah. a vicious, vicious cycle.
1: Yeah. You know, no, I, I'm in the same way. I come from a line of alcoholics on my dad's side. Um, most of them have, have quit long ago, but still, and it kind of scared me off drinking. I'm pretty sure... I like to joke that I'm pretty sure I'm adopted because I'm the only one who never had a drinking problem. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, and I, I hear the stories from my dad, and like the one time him, a buddy of his walked out of the bar and just got run over by, by a drunk driver. <laughs> like Things like that. Like, yeah, no, drinking and driving is definitely irresponsible. I'm wondering, not to make excuses for Jeff, but I'm wondering how much... That brain scan is going to reveal, see if there's, connect, if there's connection.
0: Possibly. I yeah. mean, you know, just look at the amount of brain damage that certain wrestlers have yeah. caused. You know, I mean, there's all those chair shots, man. Like, all the damage that Jeff Hardy's put his body through. An example is uh, not be surprised. He who shall not be named.
1: What he murdered, mm-hmm. you know, that weekend a long time ago with Yeah, out. I was
0: an 80 year old. I was trying to word my way around using it. That's, yeah. That's why
1: I didn't say his name. So I said, He who yeah. shall not be
0: named. We know who are, you know, know, he wants, are, obviously, you know what I mean, like, you know you don't know the extent of the brain damage right? that he's taken over the years, and and I, you know I wouldn't be surprised, and this is really sad to say, but I wouldn't be surprised if the, it reveals that he should probably never wrestle again, and it's <laughs> kind of bittersweet hard, because, geez. yeah, because he, he didn't really have that farewell match that you kind of would want to see, and I think that was kind of the whole point of the Hardys coming back and they're running AEWs to eventually get. That big kind of sort of yeah. farewell, but um, and I thought that the the boxer FCR would have been the perfect team for that, but I think at this point, you know, again, brain scans come back and they say you've just taken too much damage, man, you cannot get back in the ring. I think that that's a, a worthy enough cost for retirement, unfortunately, at this point, Into
1: which I would say, what took so long, yeah, because I mean, honestly, like, he- going full blast since 1999.
0: Yeah, like, it, it might be overdue, honestly. Again, I love Jeff. Yeah. I love Jeff Hardy and his career and some of the matches he's had, but oof. I just, there are some
1: things there. more important than your legacy, and yeah. that health and well-being and you to be there for your children during an important moments, and that is what Jeff Hardy yeah. needs to focus on right now.
0: Yep, yep, I agree. But, um, yeah, tough, tough stuff, man, here with this one, but um, yeah. I think we can kind of move on, and uh, we'll well, again, we, we'll talk another dour subject here. It's
1: but, been a loop uh, of dour. That's all it's we're gonna been.
0: we're gonna slowly turn things around as the show goes on. But um, I think we can sort of brush upon this one quickly. Uh, real unfortunate report from I believe Mike Johnson of PW Insider uh, and yeah. Sean Rossap later confirming it that it looks like Randy Orton is going to be out for the rest of 2022. I think it's something about maybe needing surgery or That's uh, surgery that he's been wanting to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, so, again, another guy that I think has had a long career and has taken a lot of damage.
1: Well, and... that's, that's interesting because when I, this broke, it got me thinking back on uh, SummerSlam weekend. He did um, an episode about a character with Ryan Sadden. And one of the things he said was he doesn't know how many RKOs he has left because of the toll it takes on his back. So I'm like, I am like, was wondering, like, how far back does this injury go? He must have known something then because what I heard is he's yeah. trying to avoid Abbott. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes you wonder just how long about far back that problem goes
0: yeah yeah so um healing vibes for sure to randy orton because yeah. like uh you know he's i think he's a polarizing character and, and wrestler um, i don't think so
1: anymore i definitely don't think so. was I think
0: he's, you think he's more uni- yeah he was but he was. more recently i think he's more universally uh respected at least yeah. and he's,
1: a, he's, a guy he's matured He's definitely not the shit that yeah, was back around WrestleMania 21. Yeah, I mean, you he's hear those reports.
0: Yeah. You hear those reports about, you know, maybe him uh, being doomed with some weird handshake uh, kind of thing, yeah. uh, some other stories from behind the scenes. But I think, okay. yeah, I think he's in a, years. Compared to The
1: Undertaker in terms of backstage, yeah. like he's turning been himself in, into a
0: locker room. Yeah, he's leader. kind of turning himself into a bit of a locker room leader. And really, I think becoming more and more well-respected amongst no. his peers over the year. And somebody that I think is what I what you hear very easy to work with in the ring, at yeah, nice. least recently. But yep. yeah. So um, all the, all the best to Randy Orton here. Absolutely. And I hope that he can, you know, again, I, the worst case scenario, the doctors tell him that you, you can't ever wrestle again after the back surgery, but hopefully he gets the back surgery and he can come back and sort Absolutely. of make one Final run because I think he's also somebody that's at that point in his career where give him another year or two, yeah. uh, and then that might be it. And then he could have some big retirement match at WrestleMania. He,
1: um, would you say he's in the he's in the? Oh god, I want to say not prime of his career, but basically he's the hottest he's ever been.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say, but be, yeah, between like potentially 2016 and, and yeah. 2022, like that. That's yeah, maybe one of the. It's a, certainly a career peak. Which I think he's had a lot of career peaks. But But what I mean is, in terms
1: of, not in terms of his match quality, I'm term. I mean, mean more in terms of how much he's loved right now. Because I mean, the dude got a pop for an eye poke.
0: Yes, yes. I think he's become kind of, he's sort of reached that legendary status that a lot of guys... he's reached that senior level. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's there and well deserved. Well deserved.
0: Yes, I agree. He's
1: been going hard for 20 years himself.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like Randy Orton was one of the first guys to really get me to watch wrestling on a regular basis. Uh, in in the, the the you know the mid 2000s. Yeah. Uh, or some of that early like ruthless aggression era stuff? Yep. Man, he was so fucking great. He's like
1: so, he's so, so good.
0: great. He was himself. Yeah.
1: I still remember yeah. when he jumped on the scene, and I was with some female friends of mine. I was like, "Hey, you want to see what the news beefcake looks like?" And I showed <laughs> him Randy Orton. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was yeah. like, Damn. <laughs> uh, Randy Orton's wife is very, very attractive. I just gotta, mm-hmm. gotta put that yeah, there. Okay. I think he knows that. Uh, yeah, yeah. um, so, I don't, I don't, don't want, want to come. take some
1: time yeah. to be with your family and to rest, dude. Yes. The dude has earned it, yeah,
0: I agree. So, um, yeah, again, uh, healing vibes here for Randy Orton, but uh, for but, for yeah, summer, so
1: well, that's out the window.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one, may, I don't know, maybe Rumble could be a potential return. Yeah. I don't know how long the surgery is going to be, but you hear maybe the birth both for him and for Cody. Like, oh, that's a whole another discussion for another day, but uh, mm. the whole Cody thing. But yeah, I, I have I have a long-term booking that I think uh, they, should, at least, they should at least consider doing. But uh, mm-hmm. let's move on here. Let's talk about this story, which is not confirmed yet. Uh, there are Sort of conflicting reports that have gone around. But it looks like uh, after walking out of the company, Sasha Banks, a.k.a. Mercedes, we might be uh, having to call her that a little bit more. Got to get used to calling her Mercedes. But uh, Sasha Banks potentially leaving WWE, uh, being released by the company. Uh, The report, at least from... Uh who's this guy, Raj Raj, what's her name? Um, is it her Raj, or him? Like okay.
1: I accidentally mispronounced it live on air because uh I, yeah. I messaged me Wednesday, Dustin and I were doing the squared slice. We actually were able to do breaking news and I I, I mispronounced yes. his name. His name okay. is Raj Gary, and I thought it said Raj Girl. I'm like, who's Raj Girl? Yes,
0: yes, okay, that's what threw me off too. yeah so, yeah, so it, it is a him and he he was the first to kind of break this story and He's been known to have very reliable sources, Mm. so in the past, um, I think. And then, like Russell votes tweeted, who hasn't hasn't been the most reliable. However, um, this is the most recent report from Sean Raff Sap about an hour ago, from an hour uh,
1: short
0: shortly after eight p.m. Eastern. The latest on Sasha Banks is that a lot of very well connected people are saying that she's been released. At least one talent and one big backstage name believe it. WWE hasn't confirmed this to me personally and hasn't informed people that are usually made aware of this as of yet. So that is then, the report from Sean Ross
1: I can tweet to that. In short, yes. I can't confirm that she is, but some pretty important people are of the belief she is. Right. Sorry, I can't provide more clarity yet, but I'm asking every day multiple times a day. So it is a story. Yes.
0: There is. And I think, you know, maybe by the time this episode drops on, on the channel here, uh, mm-hmm. you, you guys will, have know, will know that uh, this has been confirmed or this is official, but Probably. Um, yeah, man. So like we, we've talked about, uh, them walking out before on the show and sort of what mm-hmm. all that means, but, uh, and, and we still don't really know how this is going to affect Naomi. If she's also going to potentially be released or maybe, maybe she's kind of kind of avoids it because of her connection. That's what you see. Teflon
1: here. Yeah. It sounds like she, it was more that she was following Sasha.
0: Yeah. So she, she might be, uh, she might be all right, but, um, yeah. uh, what do you think about all this soda? And I guess my big question here is like the obvious thing that a lot of people are going to is, does, uh, does Mr. Tony she's Khan. Gonna go to EW. That's
1: a given, like, think about it, man. Like I was just, before we went on there, I was watching, um, a video from, uh, on what culture, Simon Miller. It's like, what was it called? Why WWE made it's big stick in years, but basically it was about Sasha Banks. And it's like every time she's mm-hmm. on, on a show, the ratings automatically grew up. Every segment held. When she wrestled the, um, on 2020's Great American Bash in the segment went up. People actually tuned in to watch her. So So Tony Khan would be foolish to not He'd be her. Yeah. would
0: be an idiot.
1: You um, would be an idiot. I can understand sense. too many of them be pulled to AEW with some of the other guys, yeah. but this is one that makes sense because you bring her, she adds instant credibility more so oh, yeah. than any of the other WWE female signees have. Been.
0: It's that huge boost that we've talked about, like yeah. signing signing a Becky Lynch or, or a Charlotte Flair, and now obviously a, a Sasha Banks, yeah. a Mercedes. Uh, With would be, a Snoop Dogg in tow. <laughs> yeah, right. Which could it could potentially be a game changer for AEW. Yeah. Uh, we've we've talked about this before. You know, we talked about them bringing in Tony Storm and Athena. I think that's a boost, yeah. but it's not that like massive star power that you, you would kind of want if you're um, compared, if you're, maybe
1: closer to daniel bryan when or Brian Danielson yeah. when he showed up and be closer to that.
0: God uh, can you can you imagine if, if both Sasha Banks and or Mercedes and Soraya aka Page come in at around the same time. Especially given their history and the fact that Paige's injury
1: yeah. was
0: in, in a house show match with Sasha Banks uh, thanks, that's right. so obviously a miscommunication with the spot, but like yeah. um you know so so with that being said i think both of them would be a massive boost to aw however uh the the manner in which she left wwe the sort of walking out that kind of no no scenario does that affect tony nope. khan's decision to pe- potentially sign her no you don't think so well no,
1: because remember tony storm walked out jeff hardy walked out
0: but in, again in the manner in which they did i guess jeff hardy was kind of in the middle of a match so that was a yeah, was in the middle of a match to,
1: but the thing with Tony Storm and, and, and Sasha and Mercedes whatever it's just them it was more with creative direction, which especially mm-hmm. in Sasha's case I I agree with because why bring the titles uh big titles if you're not going to use them, um so I don't think it'll I, I don't think it'll affect it it would be something like what what happened to Brian Kendrick different story turns out he was an asshole mm-hmm. blah blah this I think it's I, I I think I think she's gonna be okay I think Tony Khan's gonna go yeah. for it I mean he signed people for worse probably. Sure.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the obvious thing that the people will all sort of assume will happen if, if this does become official. And then, you know, obviously a 90 day non-compete. Um, I think that's like right around the time of Arthur Ashe stadium show. So, oh man. Yeah. Oh
1: that One could of the be reports amazing. I heard is she got together with her lawyers and was like, get me out of this contract.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, so 90 day non-compete would, okay. So let's say she gets out of her contract this Week. The 90-day compete would be right around September 21st. September 20, September 21st, Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York.
1: Yeah, that would be a big that would be a massive ratings boost for damn sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's kind of like it's gonna be one of these CM Punk Brian Danielson situations where everybody knows it's happening in yeah. advance.
1: But we're speculating that she's returning to wrestling.
0: Right. Because remember.
1: She does have a lot of, you know, fingers and other pies now. Like she's in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Oh, she might pursue an acting career. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. And that's the beauty thing about this because we don't know. So it's just sit back and watch.
0: I would like to see her in the MCU. That would be cool.
1: I think that's I think that's inevitability.
0: Yeah, I think she'd be great as like an like a X Men character or something. Ooh. Yeah. Storm. Yeah. 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 Anyway, right. <laughs> uh, fun to speculate for sure. Uh, I think Mercedes to AEW is maybe even an inevitability. if... if Mercedes
1: gets is money.
0: Yes, yes. Sorry, um, I, I do. Th- I do think though that to avoid the criticisms of all these ex WWE guys coming in, you don't have her win the title right away. You build okay. to it for like about a year or so.
1: Yeah, there's that's... only one person who ever did that, and it should still be the only person that's Hulk Hogan in 1994.
0: Yes, I agree. literally, his
1: first match in WCW, he beats Ric Flair for the title.
0: Yeah, like even <laughs> Moxley, it took a few months for yeah. until they put the belt on him. So, exactly, Jericho
1: um, is a slightly different story because they needed somebody with yes. that credibility. Well,
0: just a, a starter, yeah. yeah, yeah, to start start um, the fire kind of thing. And then he and it's funny because his first the first match was. Sorry, you just completely cut out there. Would you say? I'd say
1: even AJ Styles, even he took a couple months when. He yes.
0: Yeah, so I, I wouldn't put the strap on her right away, but I do think that uh, that's a potential game changer right there. Yeah, there's, a, there's some um, but,
1: good matches we can see there. And I think some of the matches we've yeah. seen in it, the United States but now, they can do it with, like, no restraints.
0: Yep. Mercedes versus Britt, man. Oh, that's... that's I think the that's, one that everybody will want to see. That's money. That's a headliner right yep. there. Yep. 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 Um, okay, so let's uh, let's kind of move on. We were able to get through all that in 32 minutes, man. Like, kudos Whew. to us. We got another, like, uh, 20 minutes or so here to talk about Dynamite.
1: Well, we're wrestling um, fans. We are really good at waiting through shit.
0: Yes, yes <laughs> right? we are. Bam, 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 man. That's how, yeah. how this goes sometimes. Um, but uh, obviously, we're taping this. We broke the kayfabes a little earlier. and uh, We have not seen Rampage yet. It has been taped. So the results are out there, um, but and by the time this airs, you will have seen it. We can at least give you the card and everything, but um, we did watch AEW Dynamite this week, which I honestly think might have been one of the better shows of the year. Like, he, There's not a, lot, not a lot to complain about on this show. I mean, there certainly was people uh, yelling and screaming uh, all over the internet about one particular segment, um, which we don't need to talk about very much. But, um, I mean, the private yeah, chat. Uh, Okay, I I, I will put it in the private chat as I sort of start breaking this down here, but um, yeah, yeah, we did, uh, we had opened the show up with the hair versus hair match, which uh, is kind of funny that uh, a lot of people, I think, thought that Jericho was losing his hair, that was sort of uh, the consensus, but uh, not the case. Uh we also had the debut of Sammy Guevara and Ty Just Conte. Also. Yes, J A S which Boo Fuck you, Sammy and Ty, but I think this is a good recovery from where they were a few weeks ago with these two Agreed. guys. Agreed. Yeah, so um I like this. I liked uh Santa or, sorry, Ortiz shaving his head and actually cutting himself and Screaming blood and guts yep. repeatedly. I thought that, that was, was a lot never, of
1: fun. When he grabs grabs the clippers, just does it himself. It's like, yeah, yes,
0: yes. Uh and then this also played in later events where we had the John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi face off. That was a uh, weird which, segment. Which was. It was very odd. I wouldn't say it was necessarily bad. It was just kind of, it felt like a lot sort of thrown together.
1: Yeah, it, it felt like a hodgepodge, like a Frankenstein monster of a segment in a way.
0: It was, because you had uh, American Top Team getting involved with those those two guys. Um, those are the UFC guys, who so I don't have their names right now. Oh, no, that
1: was, War- that was Wardlow's match.
0: Oh, right, that was it. Like, right. See, this is AEW for you. It's just like, blah, it's just like, but there's so Fun much that sometimes Fun it's hard. overwhelming. Yeah. Sometimes it's over, but yeah. So I, I apologize. The the Jericho and Tanahashi uh, segment with Moxley and and all that, which builds to the announcement and and the actual the run in from Suzuki Goon, which was kind of kind of funny with Lance Archer and El Desperado, which was a little random, but um, but it bu- it's, it builds to the announcement of this very odd match that they're sort of throwing together for Forbidden Door, which is Minoru Suzuki. Teaming with Jericho and Sammy Guevara against Shota Umino, uh, Wheeler Utah, and Eddie Kingston, which is just a bizarre sounding match.
1: Very much. Now, there's only one name in here I don't recognize, which is Shota Umino.
0: Shota Umino. Okay, so Shota Umino was Moxley's sort of like uh, young lion trainee a uh, tag partner in the G1 when he was in some of these random matches thrown together. When he was in the G1 a few years ago, he sort of took this kid under his wing. Uh, he's still a young lion, but the other sort of noticeable, notable thing about him is that he is red shoes. The, the ref that main events all pretty much all does the refing for all the main events in new Japan, uh, it's oh. his son. So, and there, there's some history. If you go back and watch Tanahashi versus, uh jericho i believe it was that match i believe it was the tanahashi jericho match uh jericho just some just does some despicable heel bulls- bullshit including putting shota in the walls of jericho in front of red shoes umino on the outside uh just some just diabolical shit there so they have a, there's a little bit of history uh, in that regard, there—that was that line that Jericho says. I put it, put your son in the the thing. Yeah, yeah, and,
1: so. and then Todahashi had my favorite moment of the segment where he just holds it like, shut up,
0: Jericho. Just shut up, Jericho. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that too. The one line he had, oh, so great. So, yeah, some interesting stuff there. I'm looking forward to these matches, but it is—it was kind of a little weird and sort of all yeah. sort of thrown together. But, um, yeah, let's talk about the Wardlow thing because man, oh, that- people hated this. <laughs> It was so. Okay, here's the thing. I like a bit of just ridiculous, nonsensical fun in my wrestling once in a while. And this to me was right up my alley and was, I found, very, very entertaining. But look, man, there's a lot of people on the internet, specifically older wrestling fans. I'm not trying to put anybody down here. I know you yeah. saw my rant on Twitter recently, but older wrestling fans hated this. They really, really hated this, and I just gotta say, why don't you guys chill out and smoke a ball and have a little fun once in a while, will you? Yeah. And stop being a grumpy old man yelling in a crowd. That's uh, all I gotta say. I thought this was a, a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> what was? Uh, what was? It, it was like a mess.
0: So, don't a- get me wrong. The rules made no a- sense. A- but.
1: Board entertainment.
0: So It was <laughs> Ew doing sports yeah. in the field. Yeah. I mean- and yeah. It's a fun
1: way to wrap this up because this pretty much puts the exclamation mark on that MJF feud. This is kind of like uh, the, on the
0: MJF the feud walk. and the Mark Sterling shit, all that. It was sort of like the tail end of, of that. I agree.
1: Thing. yeah, the aftermath of that. the TNT title, yes. Now, this is I, the I think
0: guys come in. this is where the UFC guys come in. Uh, the Lambert sends them down to, to attack if they, they decide not to, uh, and
1: Matt kill Woodley.
0: Yes. Yeah, so um, they 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 try to do that, but instead they end up killing Mark Sterling, which was basically also
1: very funny. Basically, yeah. The um, so, yes. You guys on my team kick his ass, into the world's like, actually, these are my friends. And then they throw Sterling yeah. at him. It was like, okay, we're good.
0: <laughs> I think uh, like, I a lot of those older maybe wrestling fans, but some people online really bitching and moaning about Wardlow. Like, oh, this is the, the follow-up to the, him squashing MJF. Is that... Dude, he's going to just squash Scorpio Sky for the TMT title on TV in a couple weeks. Like, well, stop fucking complaining. Like, stop complaining! Wait,
1: they're wrestling <laughs> fans. That's not in their
0: algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> still- oh, guys, just take <laughs> a chill pill. Just take a fucking chill pill once. No, in take well.
1: a chill pill. Actually, yeah, chill don't even smoke a bowl. I'll infused <laughs> drinks. Take that.
0: Yeah. I've yeah. never yeah.
1: had one, but I hear they're pretty good.
0: Yes. um... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, go back to one thing here, but I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit in this show and uh, talk about. Uh, speaking of American Top Team, Miro beating Ethan Page to qualify for this uh, four-way at Forbidden Door, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was good to see. This was a fun match. Um, I think uh, Miro Miro Super Over coming back here, and uh, again, this is another thing I've seen a lot of people bitching and whining and complaining about this new title, and yes, I get it, they have too many titles and all that, blah, blah, blah. But you're not talking about how fucking awesome this Mm four-way looks on paper between what's likely going to be Pack, Miro, Malachi Black, and fucking Ishii! That match Mm -hmm. sounds awesome! So it, shut up uh, about the title already and enjoy the fact that we're going to get this fucking awesome match.
1: I don't understand is how people are not cluing in that this is not going to be an exclusive AEW title.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. probably going to
1: be defended in New Japan. This is probably going to be defended in Ring of Honor. This is going to probably be defended all over the place. I like that.
0: Yeah. I do, too. I hope you're right, because that's a really smart idea for them to go with yeah. this. They. You won't see it all the time on TNT or, or on Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you'll you'll see it on like a like a New Japan Strong or, or, or something yeah. along those lines. And you
1: see, know? Miro wins. We can get Miro versus who knows Tanahashi yeah. down the line. Or, or like, yeah. there's so many possibilities for this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why are people complaining when we're getting so many oils from so, wrestling?
0: So much great professional wrestling, like fucking stop whining. Like, like That's the beauty about the favorite
1: endorsement. It's like when, it's like when uh, Wendy entered to Oz for the first time. Now we're seeing it all in color. Yeah. And, and, I,
0: you know, I, I just got to focus, yeah, focus on the fact that we're getting so much great professional wrestling and not focus on the negatives. But you know how people are, man. They're just going to pick the stuff they don't like and harp on that and then declare the entire thing sucks because of the one little thing that they didn't like. But, but, but
1: To me, the good four yeah. outs the Bad, like, yeah, okay, it's another title, but yeah. so what? Look at the possibilities you could potentially be getting from this, because that's the thing people yeah. forget. Tony Khan is a, is a massive wrestling fan. Plus, he's got a lot of old school people working around him, so I, he knows what he's doing. He's bringing yeah. it back to the to the old days. At least this is what it looks he like. He does.
0: And and also, people, can we stop with the fucking Tony Khan is on cocaine bullshit? Because come on, like, really, people, that's what you're that's what you're gonna draw the conclusion. Like, come on. No, the guy not. has a lot of energy. He doesn't sleep. He drinks a lot of fucking caffeine. He's not on cocaine, you dumb fucks.
1: Doesn't it remind you of another head of wrestling company? Somebody who's <laughs> almost 80 years old still only gets four hours of sleep a night. Is working in the gym at 2 o'clock right? in the
0: morning. You think he's on cocaine?
1: No, he's probably on some other uppers.
0: Probably some of Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, guys, just shut up. You are you're such yeah. you sound like such fucking idiots sometimes on the internet. Amen, I'm brother. Just calling, I'm just calling out the entire IWC right now. We're, we're going to have zero views on this episode by well, yeah. like, the end know, of it.
1: Like, or, for me, for ah! people, when people come after, like, for example, I like, I love Ryan Sand. I think he's a good dude. I respect what he's done for the Wrestling Journalism but when people go after him, I just respond every time and nobody responds back to me. It's like, dude, shut up. You would give your right testicle to be in his position. Sit down. shut up." Right. And right. right. And nobody yeah. answers.
0: You don't have to like the guy, but you can't shit all over what he's doing. Cause he's in a pretty good position. What
1: most of us wish we could do.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly.
1: What it comes down to.
0: Yes. All right. I'm going to take a breath here. Soda and yeah. move on and talk about Tony storm versus Britt Baker, which I thought was a great, Great match. I think it me was too. maybe a hair better than their first match.
1: Me too, but there was one thing that surprised me—that it was a clean. What's pin. that?
0: Yeah, that's the, Tony that Storm was- beating her clean in the middle yep. of the ring. Yeah, uh, a- after uh, a little bit of shenanigans early in the match with Jamie Hader and with Rebel, uh, who eventually get chased off by by Thunder Rosa. Um, yeah, I thought this was a great match. I, I love the, the what these two are able to do in the ring together. And they're now one and one so I think yeah. we'll, we'll get that big blow-off match at some point down the line. And let's but... talk about
1: the spot of the match when Brett yes. Baker got knocked in the corner and you thought, oh, shit, she's actually injured because she was limp and even the ref was checking on her. And, nope, she was playing possum yeah. all the time. Yeah,
0: she just <laughs> grabbed her and rolled her up, got the near yeah. ball. Yeah, I awesome.
1: haven't seen I haven't seen someone play possum like that since Bret Hart.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, she was the best at um, it. Yeah, so I, I wanted to sort of briefly talk about where I kind of – Hope they go with it, and I think I'm wrong, because there are reports that came out today that uh, they want Thunder Rosa to have matches in Joshi Pro, which is the all women's promotion oh, no. in Japan. That they, she might get sent sent over there as a run uh, for a run as AW Women's Champion. But I, and look, I'm not a professional wrestler. I'm a wrestling fan. I just do the show and I I report on what I kind of see. And I it looks like to me that Thunder Rosa is hurt. That she's been hurt for a while. That there was those reports. Going into her winning the title, that she may have been hurt. She looks like she's been working through an injury, and I think it's maybe affected some of these matches that she's had that have been gone on to be buried by some yeah. again. These old white men wrestling critics, I hate that. It's like they weren't that bad, guys. They weren't great, but they weren't these awful shit shows that you're making them out to be. And so I look, if that is the case, if and again, I'm not a pro wrestler, so I don't know. But if Thunder Rosa is hurt, I would have. Tony Storm win the title at Forbidden Door. I think Tony Storm making a run to that title is something a lot of people would want to see. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a lot of sense given her heat and the fact that she just had a, this big win over Britt Baker. Yep. Um, and I think that you it's just hot. give Thunder Rosa some time off, give her some time to heal whatever this injury is, and then come back and eventually have that big run with the title and give her it... another go at it. So She's that's what it, I hope they is... do. I don't think that's what they'll do because Tony Khan is very adamant to sort of. Keep things going if you can. And she might be hiding an injury. She might be like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I want to keep going here when really there's she's really hurt because there were those, again, stupid ass fucking speculation from people that she was sandbag. She was sandbagging Marina Shafir in that match, which was quickly debunked. That was not the case at all. Um, But I do think that I really hope that if she is hurt, that, you know, give her some time off and give Tony Storm a nice run with the title.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but uh, moving on in, in the show, uh, we did have this quick segment with Hangman Page and Jay White coming out and sort of... I love how it ended. <laughs> yeah, I'm not defending the title against either of you. Yeah, basically you're so, not getting a shot
1: and you're not getting yeah, a shot.
0: <laughs> so I, I have my theory on where I think this is going. I think it'll lead to potentially a backstage promo with Jay White where Tony Schiavone says, I just received a report from Tony Khan that, yes, in fact, you will not be defending the title against uh, against Adam Page. You will not be defending the title against uh, Adam Cole. You will be defending the title against both of them in a triple threat because I... the report is that Kazuchika Okada uh, is taking some time off to be with his family, his wife, who is due in August, I believe, so still a little bit of ways away. Um, but I think it's her, somebody's saying it's like is her birthday or something this weekend. So uh, maybe if that's the case, uh, he's just taken a few weeks off and likely will not be, or at least his status is up in the air for Forbidden Door, which is crazy because he's like one of the biggest names in New yeah. Japan. But if this is going to be an annual event, you could have Kenny Omega and Kasuchiko Kata five next year. If you do Forbidden Door next year, uh, the, I guess Tony Khan wants to maybe do it in Japan. So, maybe oh, like in that. a Tokyo dome or something.
1: I like so that. I, one year in the States, one year in Japan. I
0: like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and then going back and forth each year. Yeah. So, yeah. So well, that's was, kind you
1: know, of wrestlers, my thoughts on it. Yep. You know, my, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm of similar thoughts with you. And what's cool is a lot of AEW wrestlers already have that fan base in, uh, in New Japan, which is why I'm partially thinking yeah. why Tony Storm got the title shot when she did uh, for forbidden Storm, for Reden Door, because didn't, didn't she wrestle in New Japan, or am I mistaken?
0: Uh, who's that again? Storm. Uh, she wrestled in stardom. She's okay, but she star. still
1: has a Japanese fall, following. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I. Guess this is This is going to be a massive success, so I wouldn't be surprised if this is an annual event. Um, mm-hmm. And who knows, next year we might even have more dream matches to look forward to.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, because uh, there's some I pretty think,
1: good ones. I don't know. With wrestling yeah. being wrestling, I wouldn't, part of me wouldn't be surprised if Okada showed up at the end of the match.
0: Maybe, maybe it's just not even wrestling, but just as an appearance, yeah. Yeah. like a I, the Winner. I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna be Okada showing up the end. I think it's gonna be, by God, Kenny Omega.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's has to. He has to. I
0: think he's returning after the the main event between Which Tanahashi and Moxley. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Yes, yes. I think he he comes out to challenge the winner, whoever wins the main event. Which I think could go. I think I'm leaning Moxley, but. You never know. Like with Isn't Tanahashi, that
1: wants to see Tanahashi win because I think it would be Me kind too. of cool if you have a, a, you know, yeah, we could finally get that CM Punk Tanahashi match, but to kind of have, you know, yeah. uh, sorry for the word, but a foreigner as the champion, right? Somebody from the yes. outside. Yeah, I think it would be awesome.
0: You don't yeah. see that ever. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun to watch how that goes. We do have Forbidden Door. they a few matches set up for this already. Tanahashi versus Moxley. Uh, Al, that looks painful. In the main event uh, most likely potentially Switchblade Jay White defending against TBD, but I'm thinking that'll be a triple threat with Hangman Page and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we have uh, Jericho, Sammy Guevara and Minoru Suzuki going up against uh, again, Wheeler Yuta, Shota Umino and Eddie Kingston. We also have this fatal four-way which we talked about earlier, most likely going to be uh, Pac and Miro, who are both official now, but also Malachi Black mm-hmm. and uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Yep. We didn't mention that uh, there are a few wrestlers that will not be on Forbidden Door. They were originally supposed to be, uh, including uh, Andrade and the Lucha Brothers, because of their relationship with AAA. AAA, CMML, or CMLL do not have a good relationship. It's been a years-long thing. It's very stupid. Politics are very stupid. But it Honestly. means that some of these guys that are so heavily associated with AAA cannot wrestle on this New Japan-branded show because of New Japan's relationship with CMLO, so, Which so anyway, I actually
1: was not aware of until this story broke. I didn't realize yeah. that.
0: So it's like, well, that's a bummer. Uh, some other matches reported for Forbidden Door. Will Ospreay against Orange Cassidy. Yes, we'll talk I'm a little bit more about, about this later. A uh, but, man, that's a, the match I never knew I wanted, uh, but that we're getting.
1: We'll, uh, we'll pos- over it, but Will Ospreay-Dax Harwood, then. We
0: get, we're getting there. We're getting okay. there. We're getting there. Um, I, I will also say uh, that it looks like we might get Zack Sabre Jr. against Brian Danielson, which is another dream match that a lot of people want to see. Uh, and then uh, they set up something, I think, with FTR and with Jeff Cobb and Grado Kahn. Yeah. So that's another potential match that could happen. Yeah, because um, they, you know, and
1: then the, that's when Orange Cassidy came out was at the end of this match, and uh, yeah. it looked like it, um, Dax threw up the the thumb. So it's like okay, there's maybe yes. a, an alliance there temporarily.
0: Yes, and I also think that uh, there's a good chance we might see the Young Bucks on this show in one one form or another. Whether whether that's uh, I love Tyler's theory that they're gonna turn. Uh, on Adam Cole and join Bullet Club. Rejoin Bullet Club officially uh, with Jay White and have this big beatdown angle. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: You think Omega is going to join him? Because, I mean, that is the rumored match going forward. Could be.
0: Imagine that if the big angle at the end is Kenny Omega and the Bucks rejoining Bullet Club. Oh, my God. That that people would be losing their minds.
1: The wrestling world is getting (laughs) the Jizz in My pants music video. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of the Young Bucks, this main event match, uh, the ladder match with them against Jurassic Express. What a fucking match. This match ruled so many crazy spots as you would expect. Big talking point. Two big talking points. First off, the Young Bucks, your new AEW tag team champions, and and the first
1: two-time tag team champions. The
0: first two-time AEW tag team champions, and on top of that, this turn that we all figured would happen eventually. Christian the bastard Cage, uh, turning on Jungle Boy at the end here. They've been building to this basically since he came in. Loved this angle. Love the post-match stuff. If you haven't seen the post-match stuff, my Twitter handle, at DaganSB, at D-A-G-A-N-S-B, actually had the Wrestling Observer retweet me, so you can check it out on their Twitter as well, um, but it's the full clip of of his interaction with uh, Jungle Boy's family, um, with with the um, with the Perry family, and yeah. sort of him saying, Christian being like, you raised a piece of shit! And then they flip him off, and Jungle Boy's sister being like, "You're nothing. You've never been shit." Oh, man, I love that so, so much. So I'm
1: sitting there watching, and it's like I wish Luke Perry was still alive. Because do you know? Do you think how? could you? could you imagine how much fun he'd have doing that? Because it's well yeah. documented. He just uh, how he was of his son's wrestling career. There are pictures yeah. of him walking the rafters with the biggest smile on his face. Luke Perry would add so much uh, fun, man. Yeah. I just miss him. I just miss Me the too. guy. Me too, man. I miss him. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That was one of those, it didn't gut me like a Robin Williams, but it it, it really took me by surprise because mm-hmm. I grew up in the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he would have had so much fun, but I'm looking forward to this because Heel Christian is my favorite Christian.
0: Yes. He's a yes. good I, I mean, agree.
1: What was it that the Rock called him? Uh, creepy little bastard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the, ago, the creepy little bastard Christian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this. I think it's great. It was a hell of an I angle.
1: Little, I saw a little bit of edge in there, too. When he was doing yes. the whole thing in his manuals, I the saw a little bit
0: of The and everything. Oh, man. Chef's kiss to this. Agreed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, in fact, my moment of the week. The Christian heel turn. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm awarding moment of the week. Uh, do you have a different moment of the week that you'd like to okay. shout out? Uh, agree with me on this?
1: perfectly, like you knew it was going to happen, and it happened at the best time. Best yes. time
0: for it to happen, so... And look, I love this main event. I love the Bucks and Jurassic Express. But my match of the week—you uh, notice I brushed over it earlier because I wanted to talk about it here. Will Ospreay, the man who's currently tied, I think, fourth or fifth on Dave Meltzer's list of the most wrestlers with or wrestlers with most five-star matches, and exactly. he's tied with Kenny Omega for with nineteen or twenty. He might actually have one more than Kenny Omega at this point. But Will Ospreay, potentially the greatest. Wrestler in the world right now, at least from an in-ring perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, taking on another one of the greatest wrestlers out there right now, in-ring-wise, in Dax Hartwood. This match was awesome, Soda. I absolutely love this. Uh, it was oh, in, yeah. definitely my match of the week. Uh, do nope. you agree
1: or do you have another Oh, 100%. Match? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I love ladder matches. That was a great match. I loved it, loved it, loved it. But it's a little different when you start getting technical wrestling in there and you got one of the best yes. technical wrestlers, who I think is under the radar of great technical wrestler because somebody really talks about him singles in Dax Harwood. And then you've got pretty much what the, the hottest thing at the youngest age, Will Ospreay. It's been a long time since I've seen a Will Ospreay match. So this was a lot of fun. A lot of yeah. fun. These two can go, and it gets is definitely gotten me excited for what we know coming out of it, Orange Cassidy versus uh Will Ospreay. And I gotta say, I like Will Ospreay's uh, move. What does he call it?
0: That horn? Hidden Blade.
1: I love that because it's a weird and one soda. It's
0: like it's like, it's like this. Yeah. It? Oh. Great, yeah. yeah. And you know what? That's not even his finisher. <laughs> oh it's not. No. His finisher it's, is Stormbreaker.
1: Which, what's that?
0: Go watch some Will Ospreay matches.
1: Will, after my ball game tonight. Because, <laughs> yeah, I think the last um, match we saw of him was him and Ricochet all those years ago. That
0: match that really oh, was talking about. Oh, yeah. I the last yeah. One I saw That's a yeah. classic right there. Yeah. Um, but there you go, everybody. That's um, basically our, our, I think it'll, like, wrap it up for us here today. That's yeah. crazy. We got all that down in under an hour. Look at us fucking pros over here, man. Tapes are
1: generally, they go by faster.
0: (laughs) They're a little (laughs) bit easier because they don't have to constantly go to the chat and see what y'all are talking about. But guys, please, please leave a comment in the chat. Let us know your thoughts on all this. Insane week for pro wrestling. So much going on. So much news. So anything you want to chime in. I'm sure there's all going to be all sorts of developments by the time this is up on the channel. But um, also make sure to give this a like. And please subscribe. Guys, I did this last time but i want to do it again here uh it's my new little experiment that i'm doing if you're watching this please do me one favor one very easy simple favor just tell one person it could be a family member a relative uh you could yell at the homeless guy in the street maybe he has a some way to he can go to the library and check out the channel but one person suggest to them that they check out the let's get ready network because we got uh, not only wrestling stuff here but movies TV, down, all sorts of fun stuff that we cover here on the channel. So uh, please do that. Just go to one person that you know and say, hey, check out the Let's Get Ready Network. Give them a subscribe because we, we want to grow that number uh, so that we can get up to that thousand marker and yeah. do a lot more with the channel. So um, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, go to any other final thoughts or plugs that you have today? Um, we
1: just, again, because we're pre this on Friday, I just went on Twitter and I'm watching Roman Reigns enter for his match. I think he got
0: bulkier. here. He looks big. Uh-oh.
1: He looks Uh huge! Um, But yeah... he's
0: probably just spending like the entire few weeks he's been off working out. Probably.
1: This is a match (laughs) I'm looking forward to checking back afterwards. Riddle versus Roman Reigns for the Undisputed WWE Championship. It doesn't sound
0: that horrible on paper, I gotta say. It doesn't.
1: And if Riddle loses, he never gets a shot as long as Reigns is still champ. So... Hmm.
0: Yeah, just
1: to um, wait for Cody to be pretty Tuesday. much so. I mean. Yeah, as for myself. So, sort to of underscore <laughs> the on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and also most pretty much everything over in the Northern Entertainment Group. Uh, this on this past week, uh, this past Wednesday, myself and Dustin did a tier ranking list of all the Hell in a Cell matches up until Roman Reigns versus Jimmy Uso from 2020.
0: Nice, very yeah, It's more nice.
1: We added Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins into the top tier, even though it was on there,
0: because <laughs> nice.
1: that, nice. that, that's going to go down as a, as a classic Hell in a Cell match,
0: yeah, for sure. Uh, and you can check me out uh, at Twitter, on Twitter, at Twitter, on Twitter, at DaganSB, D-A-G-A-N-S-B. Uh, again, if you want to watch the Christian post-match stuff, I got that up there. Uh, and then links to all the shows here on the Let's Get Ready Network as well. Uh, and given show here tomorrow, here Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, a few here and there. Uh, Sunday, uh, which is tomorrow, if you're watching this uh, on demand, uh, we appreciate it. That's uh, tomorrow at two thirty Pacific, five thirty Eastern. Any given Shmo day, uh, we'll be back. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for watching the channel. One more quick thing before we go. Wanted to dedicate this show uh, to some again, some very sad news that we got today. That the the legendary TNA referee Dave Hebner has oh, passed. No,
1: no, 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 wrong one. Uh,
0: brother of Earl Hepner.
1: Earl is a TNA referee. He,
0: he, he, yes. No, they, these guys have all been in TNA. They've all yeah. been around TNA. Okay. But uh, Earl Heppner's brother, obviously, uh, the uncle to uh, Brian Heppner, the, who is a ref currently in Impact Wrestling. Uh, rest in peace to Dave Heppner. And uh, we will dedicate the show in your memory and uh, yeah. give you a count before we get out of here. One. Yes.
1: I was, I was going to say, if you want to see Dave Hepner, this is easily his most famous thing. Go check out from the main event in early ni- 1988 Hogan Andre for the title. This is where Dave Hebner Earl Hebner debuted and they had the um the referee who got the face job to look like the ref. Go check this out. This is easy there you this go, thing. Check it out.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank this. you. <laughs> thank you salute the late great Dave Hebner. Uh, as we get out of here. And One. Ding. Two. There we go, everybody. See you next week. Thank you, Dave. See you guys.